y'all, and welcome to this week's episode of Let's Chat with Curry Terrell, the podcast. This week, we're going to talk about The Intruder, Ugly Dolls, and Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil, and Vile. Oh, yeah, I didn't watch that. With me, as always, is my wonderful co-host, Adrian Gomez. What's up? What's up? Is that movie called The Intruder, or did I just make that up? No, it is. I okay. also didn't see that either. What was the other thing you just said? Ugly Dolls. Didn't see that either. What did you watch this week? Avengers. Well, let's talk about that. <laughs> I've seen it three times. How's your life going? Great. Anything exciting happened this week? Uh, we went to Korean barbecue today with my mom. That was so good. It was <clears> delicious. <throat> I, I probably could have eaten more. Yeah, I don't. I, uh, you're the right for person. Like an hour and a half. I know. It was time. It was time. Also, I don't feel like I smell like it like I usually do. I yeah, prob- me either. Oh, yeah, actually, now I do. I don't smell. Also, in the car on the way there, I was like, did I put enough deodorant on? (laughs) Did you? I don't smell you. I don't smell anything, like, necessarily. No. Um, You went to Santa Barbara? Oh, yeah, for a wedding. On Wednesday. That was nice. We went to see the Countess Luann on Friday at Countess Luann and Friends. Or the Countess and Friends. Of Real Housewives of New York City fame. It was a cabaret that she does in New York, but she also takes it, like, on the road. Yeah. And she was at the Wiltern. Yeah. We sat in the top. Yeah, it was like, $20. Yeah. And it was worth $20. It was both the best and worst thing I've ever seen. There, It was fascinating. It was exactly what I needed it to be. Yeah. But also, like, people didn't come in until an hour until it started. Yeah. She didn't come out until 45 minutes after it started. Right. Everyone was talking, like... They Full were volume. in a cafeteria. Yeah, like, that yeah. was weird. Yeah, it did not die down. And when she was on stage, like people were still talking like full voice. Yeah, huh? that was bizarre. Also, the and friends thing. Yeah, that was like unnecessary. Those people weren't her friends. Friends. They like did fake acts. Yeah, the guy sang two songs. Like I was like, you could just said like you could have had your band right. sing this song and it would have been just as effective. Yeah, definitely. Um, but also it was fascinating just seeing her stand there. She was funny. She, oh, she's funny. I mean, yeah. she's a television personality. Yeah. Um, she's Luann Delaseps. It wasn't sold out though. It wasn't sold out. But again, the, the theater that she is in in New York yeah. holds like 200 people. This one was like a thousand. M- more, it's like 5,000. Oh, wow. And there were a lot of people. When we first got there though, I was like, oh, there's, this is empty. Oh, yeah. But then, like, it filled for the most part. That's true. It wasn't Jennifer Hudson at the Hollywood Bowl. Uh, no, where half of the Hollywood Bowl was empty. And she looked up, and I was just like, don't look too high. No. Thank God it was dark. <laughs> I mean, I mean they, there was nobody. Yeah, if they chance. turned the house lights on, she would have probably been sad. Oh, yeah. But worth it. She was there two nights. That was the problem. Yeah, of course. Um, also, I wanted to say the Billboard Awards came on on Wednesday. Paula Abdul threw her hat and hit Julianne Huff in the neck. That was on Wednesday? Yep, Wednesday, May 1st. And it's Sunday? And it's Sunday. Life, if you blink, it just passes you right by. Wow. Also, dear Mariah Carey, you're messing it up. Why? Is she Every time she does one of these things, which luckily it wasn't, it didn't turn into a big deal like when she was on New Year's Eve or anything. Mm-hmm. But when she does these performances where she tries to sing her old songs and can't, yeah. it, 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 it like diminishes. Uh, diminishes her legacy like 10%. Yeah. And she's only got so much right. left. Yeah. 
I love her. I sing her old songs like every day. There's no denying like she is one of the best there ever was. But I I just wish she would sing new stuff Mm -hmm. that doesn't have like an amazing overly produced vocal from 1995 to compare it to. Mm -hmm. Like if she just sang the stuff of her new CD, people Mm -hmm. would be like, was it her best? No. But was it bad? No. It right. would just be like, here's Mariah Carey now. Take it as it is. She keeps doing these things where she sings hero. And no disrespect, she cannot vocally. And this is like, I'm not even saying like she's not good. I'm saying like physically, she cannot sing hero like she sang it in 1997 or whatever. Of course not. Like her voice just is not there anymore. I don't know what happened, how she like lost the gift, mm-hmm. but it ain't there. Mm-hmm emotions she never hit the first word of the chorus it's like it just is uncom it makes me uncomfortable yeah of course and i just want more i just like because she was such in her in her prime for so long yes it's hard i mean mean, it's like it's hard not everybody is patty labelle no and part of it is people stop and take breaks and when you're seeing like that and you take a break you it's like christina aguilera she'll never be able to sing like she did in 1999 right because she took big chunks of time off so her voice just sort of like and she you get older yeah she had kids like it changes your voice your body changes um yeah, that really makes it just makes me sad. I'm like Mariah, <laughs> and like Paula Abdul, she didn't sing, but at least she flung her body around like yes. it was yesterday. So like you don't look at it and go, "Wow, Paula used to be really great." You're like, "Dang, Paula really can dance." Exactly, and that was exciting. Yeah, I watched it on YouTube the next day. Yeah, you stayed awake for a good bit of it though, till like nine thirty. <laughs> That's a little while. <laughs> Um, (laughs) The first thing we're going to talk about is The Intruder, which stars uh, Megan Good. Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid and Michael. I just lost his last name. You're looking at the I want to say Ely. Maybe. Um, Anyway, it's about this couple that moves into a house that's owned by this old guy. The old guy doesn't want to let the house go. And they find out there's like some fishy stuff in his past. And he is basically like stalking them, taking and like creeping around their house. And then it's like after the wife and thinks like he's going to make the wife like his own. It's exactly what it's spelled out to be in the trailer. I'm yawning. Just at the thought. I mean, the trailer was so predictable. Yes, that's exactly it. It is like the most typical scare. It, I wouldn't call it scary. I'd call it a thriller. Most predictable thriller that's ever come out. But it is elevated in some way by it has actual actors in and it. And they're good. And they're very good. Dennis Quaid, even though like Dennis Quaid, I give him credit because he's never taken a chunk off. Mm-hmm. He's always in something. Mm-hmm. Even if it's the dog movie. Mm-hmm. Or I can only imagine where he was like the drunk dad. Right. Like it's not necessarily like movies that are going to get him an Oscar one day, but they're not like, but he's still in the world yeah. in movies. Yeah. Um, but I do think sometimes when he does stuff like this, I'm like, does this really set you up for like a long term? It's just like when What's Her Face did Greta. Yeah, I I get it because she's just trying to make films in America. But, like, does it really set you up long term for, like, success? Yeah. 
because then you sort of start to become these like charactery people and him being like the creepy old man and like the alcoholic that are all sort of puts him in like a very specific pot and he's it's like been there done that and he used to be like in rom-coms yeah. Or, I mean, I guess I'm just thinking of the parent trap. But, like, I don't know. I feel like his, <laughs> it, like, he's sort of cutting off his broad appeal. Maybe the dog movie is keeping that going for him. I'm kind of excited for it. Really? Not really. But it looks better than the other one that just came out. Did you watch the other, other one? No. I think I saw it, but I honestly can't remember. I might have just seen the trailer enough that I feel like I saw it. Yeah. Um... But he's good. Megan Good has been good since she was 15. And luckily, she literally looks, other than the haircut, like she is still 20 years old. What was she from? She The first thing she was ever on was Cousin Skeeter. Oh. Where the uh, the boy had a cousin that was a puppet on Nickelodeon. That's terrifying. You never watched Cousin Skeeter? Uh, I've never even heard of it. It was so good. I used to love it. And want to hear a deep cut? I had a toy from uh, Burger King, and I made a house for it out of a shoebox. That's a true story. <laughs> I made a toy house for my cousin Skeeter Happy Meal toy. What's the equivalent of a Happy Meal toy from Burger King? I don't... A Mighty Kids Meal? Is that a McDonald's thing? Or is that a Burger King thing? That's, mm, I think, Burger King. Onion ring. Should we go? Maybe we'll go after this. <laughs> no, that's not good. Mm, I could have a ring. Um, you know the problem with Burger King is the Diet Coke tastes like the cup. When they have paper cups, it yeah. tastes like there's, like, an element of paper. Yeah. And when they have the plastic cups, it you can taste the plastic. But not at McDonald's? Never at McDonald's. I never taste the cup. But don't they have plastic cups? Um, not usually. It's paper. Weird. Or foam. In North Carolina, it's foam if you get a large tea. A large sweet tea for a dollar. That's how I used to always get large drinks at McDonald's. I get what? order a tea and then get a large Diet Coke because they were a dollar. Now all the drinks are a dollar. You would dump the tea out? No, I would just... Well, if they gave it to you, yeah, I'd dump it out. But usually you just go and fill it up yourself. Oh, yeah. And one time in, like, 11th grade, the woman was like, oh, those cups are actually only for tea. I was like, oh, the tea's not very good. That was not nice of me. What did I do <laughs> yesterday that wasn't nice? I don't remember. Oh, I, oh I'm not going to say that out loud. But can you tell me after? Oh, right. That was bad. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I, I hope that wasn't audible. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Anyway, The Intruder's fun. If you, The thing is, here's what I'm starting to realize as this curry at my age now. You go to movies for what they are. I went to see that with the hopes that it would be sort of scary, which it was. It was kind of funny, which it was. And it's just like a good time thriller. It should be on Lifetime, but starring movie stars. Yeah, but for me, there has to be like a level of... Of interest, and I mean, everybody has obviously their own. I couldn't find any movies matching Lifetime movie stars playing nearby. Oh my god. What's her name, Siri? Don't say it. Siri, be quiet. Um, everybody obviously has their own level of interest and in what piques their interest. It just didn't pique my interest. And I think, again, a part of it has to do with the fact that we saw the trailer 5,000 times. That oh that is the truth. I mean, literally, I can I still hear that the like yeah exactly that like part in yeah. the trailer yeah exactly. And I was hoping that would be in the movie. And it what wasn't. was the song? <laughs> Not in the movie. <laughs> Rude. But the soundtrack was kind of good. I was like, these are bobs. 
Yeah. Also, that the guy I'm gonna kill myself. I forgot his name. It is Michael. I can't remember his last name. He's also great and in like a ton of movies. Yeah. Um, speaking of movies that uh, appeal to a specific audience, Ugly Dolls. I also saw Ugly Dolls on Thursday. Did I? Did you? I was invited to all of these things. I was just like, no thanks. Yeah. Welcome to my life. <laughs> You invite me to things, I'm like, oh my gosh, when? I I invite you to something, you're like, I think I'm going to pass, quote, is what you said about the movie on Thursday. I was like, all right. <laughs> well, boo on me. Um, Ugly Dolls is a cartoon starring Kelly Clarkson, Nick Jonas, Pitbull, Janelle Monae, Lizzo, Lizzo Charlie XCX, BB Rexa, <laughs> Wanda Sykes. All star cast. All star cast. Blake Shelton. <laughs> I heard the ad on the radio the other day, and he was just talking. Like, it was no vocal acting whatsoever. Oh, yeah. Kelly is, like, just Kelly. And I'm, I, we're just gurgling from the daggum Korean barbecue. <laughs> Korean barbecue. Um, anyway, it's about these Loving dolls yourself. that are ugly. Yeah. I don't really need to go into it, because, like, obviously... If it's you, about, like, self-acceptance. Exactly. Based the, on your looks. They do say ugly a lot, and he calls them ugly a lot. And I thought, this is maybe a little harsh. Yeah. But here's the thing. I read of the reviews for it, really, because I was just wanting to see what they said about Kelly Clarkson, which none of them referenced the cast because they don't care enough. No. But what I will say about things like that is there's some movies, like, that kind of movie, if you're going into it looking to, like, write a real review of, like, this is a good movie... You need to find, and I know what's her face said they need to find new careers, Lizzo. Yeah, like that is a perfect example of like maybe you should say we really shouldn't review this. It's meant for like but, babies. It's like reviewing Blues Clues. If you go into Blues Clues thinking like you're gonna get but some like, like Inside Out and Toy Story, and yeah, all those are movies. different. Those no. are meant for like adult. Those are meant for us. No, Pixar films are meant for like a broad audience that are supposed to get like this is a movie where the thing is called like gibberish cat and he speaks in gibberish like this is not meant for like I totally disagree eh, all the movie, things like this is terrible i was like yeah this is meant for like a baby or like yeah, a but little- there are children's movies that are good yeah you know what i mean yeah i accept that i see i know what you're saying and i agree with you i'm just saying like people that were like being critical of it and uh, you know i get defensive because it's kelly but also because like it's just, it's meant for, like, toddlers with the songs. Of, it's like reviewing Trolls. Trolls is not meant to appeal to, like, the Pixar crowd. But you could still Those movies critique are, yeah. levels of the technicality yeah. of the movie. But again, I just... The story yeah. and all those types of well, things. Well, yeah, you're you right. absolutely could. I just and what think a diss people, to the people who made it. Saying, oh, you shouldn't critique this movie because it's made for toddlers. What if in their mind... I loved it. I'm saying I loved it. I know, but you're still saying that other people should not, like, critique it because of its, like, your perceived audience of who it should be I just think you have to go into a movie like that thinking... No, you shouldn't. (laughs) This is meant for kids, so I need to enjoy it in that mindset. Just like you go into Saul... Thinking this is a movie where they cut people's heads off and like pull people's eyeballs out. But you know, the first saw was like critically acclaimed. And that's because people are nuts. And the second one was literally no different and it got ripped apart. Because people are just, they want to, you know, like Hostel. You're not going to Hostel looking for like an Oscar movie. But if you go see Inside Out, you're expecting, because Pixar is higher brow cartoons. But Hostel, I mean, I, I just 
totally yeah, disagree. We really went on this. Anyway, Ugly Dolls is great. The music is so fun. Because do you not agree that like uh, maybe let's say this is a, a movie for toddlers? Couldn't they have like? It, again, I haven't seen it, so I don't know if it's good or bad. I mean that as a compliment. I don't mean that as a diss. I just mean like it is meant for like the way the story is written, the type of storytelling it is, the dialogue. It is meant for very. It's a very young audience. And so, do you think because of that, they? People cannot critique it. No, I just think the reviews were trying to critique it like they would critique Million Dollar Baby. And it's like these aren't necessarily the same like caliber of film. I understand. Okay, I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? Just like you don't watch that Hillary Duff movie about Sharon Tate Mm -hmm. the same way that you would watch like us Mm -hmm. and write those. You know what I mean? Like you go into movies sort of with the mindset of like this is what it is. It's the director of um, Ugly Dolls calling me. Oh my god! They're like, please cut us off. <laughs> They're gone for barefoot confessor. Our <laughs> calling segment. Can you imagine? Um, we need to set that up. I know. I think Caroline Ash is gonna be our first person. I'll have to figure it out. Um. Anyway, Ugly Dolls is a bop. Finally, we're going to talk about Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil, and Vile, which is a new movie on Netflix starring Zac Efron, and Lily they, Collins. Yeah. And I can't remember anybody. Oh, and Haley Joel Osment. Good for him. He sees dead people. That's all I will ever think. I also did not watch that. I don't think that you should. I mean, I watched the trailer and I thought this is going to be terrible. Yeah, it's Zac Efron is Ted Bundy, who's this guy who killed a bunch of people like in the 70s. It's not really about him killing people. It's one of those movies that tiptoes around it being what it's actually about. It really turns into sort of like a courtroom movie, but it's not good enough to be a courtroom drama. It's not scary enough to be scary. Did you see My Friend Dahmer ever? No. This is exactly like that. It reminded me, I mean, because that movie was about Jeffrey Dahmer, but it didn't want to make it about Jeffrey. It didn't want to get too deep. It didn't want to get too harsh. So it sort of tiptoed through like his before he was a killer. This tiptoes around because nobody wants to watch Zac Efron ripping somebody's head off. Off, mm-hmm. Or cutting these girls' heads off. So instead, it's like a courtroom where he's like sort of charming and witty. And watching the Ted Bundy thing, first of all, all these people that say Ted Bundy is attractive, I do not see it. I mean, he has a unibrow. <laughs> like, no disrespect, but he's not, I, I don't get the charm. Zach Efron's a supermodel. Right. Um, I don't know. I just really did not like it. What was bad about it? It just doesn't go anywhere. It just sort of like dips its toe in the water, gets really close up on people's faces, and then is like, that's enough. It just, I understand Zac Efron's casting, but I think that is part of the issue. I like him. I think he is like an excellent movie star-ish kind of actor. Yeah. And I really can't wait for the rom-com, like the Jerry Maguire um, I don't know who else, like Richard Gere kind of movies that he's going to make like in 10 years. I hope the and like that's how he will hopefully be remembered. This is not, I give him credit for trying to do something different because at sure. one point, remember, he was trying to be like an actor. Yeah. You know what I mean? When yeah. he made Charlie St. Cloud. <gasps> I forgot about that. You know what I mean? He was trying to make like real movie, me and Orson Welles, like yeah. all these like dramas. Um, and he is a good actor. This just is not the right. But I get it. They cast him because it's going on Netflix. Oh, my body. Don't it's going really on- sound like you deflated. I didn't. <laughs> I'm a balloon that just popped. Um, 
But like they, everybody will click on it because it's got Zac Efron as yeah. a serial killer. Right. Also, it sort of makes it seem like he wasn't really a serial killer. But I guess that's the whole like fun of the movie. Also, no, Lily you. Collins does not is not look old enough to be someone's mother. She looks like she's fifteen years old. Right. So, like when she was sitting there with like her grown child, I was like, "Did you have the kid when you're like two? <laughs> like this does not make any sense." But I do like her, and right. I like him. Yeah. So like it wasn't bad. It wasn't unpleasant it was to watch. It was just like yeah. watch. It's like eating vanilla pudding. Right. You eat it. You put the can away, and you're like, "What just happened?" Okay. Right. Like, all right. Yeah. You know, nothing. No, thank you. Yeah. It's on Netflix if you change your mind. Okay. Also, that show, I really think you should, you won't watch it. No. The Christina Applegate, uh, Linda Cardellini show, I recommend it. Maybe I will. One episode I've only watched, so so if the second one's bad, don't. I mean, I still haven't watched the act, so. The act ended this week. Was it good? Don't tell me. What? She kills her mother. I mean, I know. (laughs) The last episode was a little wonky, and it sort of turned into this episode where they had, like, really long conversations, which is not consistent with the style of the rest of the show. Mm -hmm. But the way they handled the murder at the end, I thought was, like, it was, Alex didn't agree with me. The payoff, I thought, was, like, worth it. That girl is so good. (laughs) I don't know if she'll ever be this good again. I'm yeah. not saying she's the best actress in the world, but in this role, in this moment, yeah. she is like out of this world. I, I just like I just want to hug her and also run. I'm gonna watch. Yeah, it's it's very good. The wigs are bad, but like she is great. <laughs> Our question of the week comes from Sharon. Hey, Sharon. She says, "What do you think the future is of the Big Bang Theory cast?" That's a great question. It ends soon. I think they just finished filming. Jim Parsons has tried to have a film career, which I don't think has really paid off for him. Not as a lead, but like as like a supporting. Yeah. Um, I can maybe see Kaylee Cuoco doing something. Kaylee Cuoco will be in something, if not next season, the season after. For TV? Yes. Oh, I'm sure. I think she can do like rom-com any day of the week. I feel like that moment would have already happened. That's true. But I, I, I do not like her on that show. Yeah. I don't really love that show. Yeah, me either. But I do like her. Like, when she's on Ellen yeah. and she's talking, I know a lot of people are, like, irritated. But I, when she's, like, on TV and stuff, I'm like, she's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see her doing TV shows forever, too, though. You remember when she dated Henry Cavill for, like, two weeks? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I can, you know, she's like a Patricia Heaton. I don't know who that is. The woman from Everybody Loves Raymond, who then was on The Middle. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like she's just going to be like one of those people who goes from like... Sitcom to sitcom. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, the big they none of those people will ever get anything as big as The Big Bang Theory. No. That show is still the biggest show on TV, <sighs> which is insane. Also, How long has it been on for? I think 12 years, 13 wow. years. Yeah. Wow. And they all have done syndication deals more than once now. Wow. So, like, they will literally could buy this city. Forever. Like, yeah, they will get oh, paid forever, forever and ever and ever. The other guy that was in Florence Foster Jenkins, what's that guy's name? Oh, yeah. He was great in that. But, yeah. like, again, he didn't use that momentum to do something else. Yeah, that was three years ago. Yeah. And Johnny Galecki. No, thanks. He, I didn't even know he was still doing stuff before. I remember, isn't it weird to think, like, when that came out, it was like, whoa, that guy from Roseanne is on a show. Mm-hmm. 
And that show turned out to be bigger than Roseanne. Right. Like, isn't that wild? Was he on Roseanne, too? Uh, yes. I didn't watch all of them. But I know, I remember he was doing both. And is he doing the Carters? That I don't know. Fascinating. I didn't watch that. Me either. But it did get picked back up. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It is crazy that show's still on, and I hope everybody who loves it. It gets the payoff they want. Exactly. Oh, and uh, Maya Bell, like, she can do anything she wants. You think? Oh, yeah, because she's, like... The nerd. Yeah, and she's, like, uh... I don't know. Culturally sort of, like... Ambiguous? No. What's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. She always gives, like, a comment when stuff's happening, like, in the news. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. She's, like, involved. Yeah. I'm not saying that, wording that correctly, but you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Like Lena, if Lena was good. Right. Um, thank you so much for your question. If you have a question, you can email us at letschatwithcurry at gmail.com. Now your song of the week. Mine is If I Can't Have You by Sean Mendes. I can't write one song that's not about you. Can't drink without thinking about you. Is it too late to tell you that Cause I'm so consumed Spending all my nights Reading texts from you Oh, I'm good at keeping my distance I know that you're the feeling I'm missing You know that I hate to admit it But everything means nothing if I can't have you I can't write one song that's not about you Can't drink without thinking about I think it's a great song. It is a bop. But you talk crap about it. I didn't talk crap about it. I'm, I am said the production on his voice doesn't sound as good as it does on the CD. And that's just because they didn't put as much money into it. Okay. I don't dislike it. I like it. You also talk crap about the video. And I'm not allowed to have opinions. You are. Not about Shawn Mendes, though. I love Shawn Mendes. I cannot wait for that concert in July. I'm me either. I'm going to scream louder than anyone. No, not over me. Okay, fine. Sean Mendes. And the song is good. Like, the more I listen to it the second or, like, third time, I was like, okay, this is a bop. It's great. Um, my song of the week is Enough by Fantasia.
Oh, you were talking to me about that. Fantasia is so good. That's all I have to say about it. <laughs> this week you are looking forward to... What are you looking forward to? First of all, the Met Gala is tomorrow. I love looking at all the people's clothes. That'll be fun. Um, Palms comes out this weekend with Diane Keaton. I was just thinking about that movie. I really cannot wait for that. I'll go. Also, The Hustle comes out on Friday. Oh, sold. With Rebel Wilson and Anne Hathaway. And something else, I think. Pikachu, is that this week? Uh, or is that next week? The Long Shot. What's that? With, uh... Oh, yeah, I was going to see if we could see that today. Oh, that came out this weekend? Yeah. Oh, got it. What are you looking forward to? Exactly what you just said. The hustle specifically, because I think it'll be funny. Oh, I really can't wait. I love Rebel Wilson. I know. I'm in a Rebel moment. I've been watching her do her little, like, that show that's in the uh, UK or Australia. Thank God you're here. Yeah. She really should do a tour. Like a comedy tour? Yeah. Wouldn't that be fun to go just, like, have her sit on stage and, like, talk? Yeah. I would go. I'd pay 50 bucks. 50? <laughs> Who has $50? I, I mean, do in my savings. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> we need one of those. Uh, remember Robbie sees his kids. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly what I was saying. <laughs> um, you should see me editing on my phone in iMovie. I, so first, funny. I had my other arm under me. I was impressed. And I was just, or actually, I was leaning on my bed like this. Like I this. was shocked that you didn't ask to just do it that day because we came back early. Um, maybe this is a conversation for when this is on. <laughs> but thank you. I appreciate your compliments. Um, our new video is now on YouTube. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. The link's there. Click it. Um, finally, our goobers of the week. Mine is the National Enquirer. For something that you posted. Was that this week or was that last week? I'm just not remembering. Days that. have blurred. Well, they said Celine Dion was quitting Vegas to go drive a truck. I love the <laughs> National Enquirer. I really cannot wait to be famous just so I can be on the cover of something like that. What do you think they're going to say? Oh, probably the worst things ever. There was a little thing about, um, oh, I can't say it on here. I'll say it later. What is it? I'll tell you later. Wow. The real <laughs> podcast. We should have an after show. Um, I, I have two goobers. Oh, I wrote down two. I'm sorry. Okay. Number one, Justin Bieber, because he said that Chris Brown made a mistake. He said, he said that everyone's face. upset yeah. with him and still won't forgive him for an accident. Okay. Um, that's ridiculous on every level. Also, I talked about Chris Brown last week, too, so maybe like I need to ease up. I don't think so. That's not quite this. An, like, yeah, I think that's sad. Mm-hmm. I know Justin's going through whatever like emotional stuff he's going through, but like, you know, Chris Brown bit Rihanna in the face. Like, there were teeth marks on her face. Right. So... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Number two, Jacob Tremblay, who said that he was that people were bullying him by telling him the ending of Avengers, <laughs> and saying that that is he said that kids were shouting the spoilers out in the hallways at school, and said that is a form of bullying. And then when people were pressing him about it, he defended it like over and over and over. They kept saying that is bullying. He said, like, this is bullying. This means a lot to people, and they're ruining it for them. This is bullying. This is like an epidemic in our country. And I was like, you know. You're stupid. That's And, and then that's when you realize, like, maybe kids shouldn't have social media. Maybe, like, this is when it needs to be, like, Jacob Tremblay, account run by dad. You know what I mean? Like, one of those. He was posting that on social media? Yeah. Also, I follow Jacob Tremblay on Instagram. So that maybe you. is the larger issue. 
I can't. I love him. He's a nugget. Me too. You're excited for that one where he curses? It doesn't look very good. Nah. Also, the more they show of that movie with Beanie Feldstein, it doesn't look that good. No way. I can't wait, because I, lo- I really do love her. Yeah. But, yeah, we'll see. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Let's Chat with Curry Terrell, the podcast. If you like what you heard, and we know you did, hit the subscribe button. Want more? Watch our videos at youtube.com slash C slash Curry Terrell. Follow us on Instagram at Curry Terrell and at Adrian J. Gomez. Follow us on Twitter at Curry Terrell and at Yo! Adrian J. Gomez. And like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Let's Chat with Curry. Have a question for us? Email us at Let's Chat with Curry at gmail.com. See you next week. Bye, y'all.